did not forget about you guys. This is not how we wanted this to go. I do apologize for the latest episode we've ever had at the most inopportune time and for the two of you that are going to end up listening Thanks, sometime Lou, Lou twice <laughs> between Saturday morning when you will see that this is uploaded because as soon as I'm done editing, guess what's going up tonight? The new episode. Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase that. The new episode. All three episodes wrapped into one. Guys, I apologize once again. Got sent down to Texas. It's hard to record when the guy that can do the recording and the editing isn't here. Um, And, you know, didn't set up a contingent. That word, contingency. There we fuck. It's 10 o'clock on a Friday night. Thursday's already passed. Both our teams lost this weekend. You didn't even get to hear us be pissed off about that. So we're going to try to bring some of that fire after already getting over it. So this is this is going to be a rough one. I mean, A, we're recording again. It is 1030 on Friday. My dog almost died earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Ryan. Austin was spent- the fray for a little bit. He learned how to save a life. Um. So, so between a dog almost dying, Ryan being on planes, which Ryan loves planes. I hate planes so much. And uh, overall, a fairly shit week. Oh, it Just was bad. in general, this is going to be, I don't know what this is going to be. So I know what y'all are thinking. It's Saturday. Why are we listening to you assholes on a Saturday? And we're going to say one more time that we're sorry. We don't uh, want this to ever happen again. Odds are that it will. I'm not, hopefully not soon. Hopefully not ever. More than likely at some point, especially with me seeming to travel more out of nowhere. um, And just all the resources uh, until we get video up and we actually have some extra help. It, it's hard to utilize the help that we have. So we with with only the two voices, with the thirty six cent laptop, the forty five dollar pair of microphones. Um, we're limited. Limited feels like a good word. Um, so so we're going to apologize for this week. We are going to go through everything here, probably at a breakneck speed that you won't enjoy. Um, and as you can tell, not talking exactly well, well-versed at the moment. Look, I had one drink earlier. So this I, is I had one drink interrupted by a dying dog, finished the drink, and now we're here. It's been rough. It's been rough, guys. This is Ryan. That's Austin. This is the Too Fat to Play podcast. Brought to you by the fucking. Good God. You want me to take it? Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. The Too Fat to Play podcast, as always, brought to you by our favorite golf lounge there in Humboldt, Kansas. Sticks Golf Lounge, 
ready to welcome us hopefully back with open arms after that terrible performance. Not the only terrible performance this last week. I'll get jump into that. I might have been on the road. I still listen to it all. Stop in, have a couple drinks, join a league. Guys, it's starting to get cold out. If you don't want to stop golfing, go inside and golf. It's a crazy fucking concept. Go see our friends out at Sticks, Humboldt, Kansas, right there on the square. You'll love it. They'll love you. They still don't know who we are. Let's jump into this. So we'll start in the uh, in the fantasy world that I'm really not fucking enjoying right now. <laughs> After losing yet again, and I have Sean this week, so here comes loss number five. Uh so so yeah, I I did not did not enjoy what happened last week. It was close, but my team has quickly dismantled its fucking self. Um, I got, so I got beat by 20 by, by beefsteak. Um, just an overall abysmal performance, putting up a whopping 108 points. Guys, I won. I beat, I don't know how. I, Riley Reed option. Fuck it. Well, I know how. Let me rephrase that. Lamar Jackson didn't do fuck all. Um, like he has all season, uh, Ramondre Stevenson. I, it, it's just been, it's been a fucky year for fantasy football is what it's been. It's been a fucky year for football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll just run through real quick our, our last week's matchups, this week's matchups, and our standings. Uh, I beat Riley Reed Option. Austin goes down to Team Beefsteak. Fist is a verb. Beating out Doug, uh, well, Doug is on that uh, two and six record there. He's, he's not looking too great. But Lou didn't lose pace. Lou did not lose pace. Keeping right there with him, also two and six. Going down to two thumbs up with Sean, who uh, I still believe is leading the league right now at seven and one. Long Duck Dong, who's been on a streak, an absolute tear. Absolute terror, taking down Weenus Wacker, who made it a game there for a while, uh, 179 to 152. And then Kareem Pies pulling out the victory against Glory B to the A gap, 130 to 119. Um, Week 9, shaping up to be another abysmal performance from ya boy. I'm going to get my ass kicked by Sean. I will trade you because at this point, your boss, Ryan, is about to crawl up Ryan's ass. Oh my dear God. You know, I, I will admit, he was a little disappointed when he had to slum it all the way to work from Garnett listening to the Kelsey podcast because he was really wanting to talk, wanting you to talk about this matchup. Oh God, this is rough. Oh, uh, this isn't going to be fun at all. Ryan is projected. Um, he had George Pickens go off for a... Massive, 1.9 points already. Deontay Johnson slightly eking out the advantage with 22 <laughs> points. That's how this is starting. <laughs> We've each had one player play. Ryan is projected fucked. to lose 88 to 145. I've, I don't have anybody off missing either. Like, this is, this is my roster. entire bench is on its bye week. Yeah, I'm fucked. 
No way I pulled this one out. Uh, Riley Reed option is uh, still slated to beat Doug Your Grave, although Doug Your Grave is starting out with a strong 15.6 uh, coming from Najee Harris, who's finally done something with his life. Doug Your Grave also has four players on by. <laughs> uh, Saquon D's uh, expected to edge out Team Beefsteak. He'll find a way to fuck that up. Yeah, he will. Uh, Long Duck Dong. Uh, let's just say his his reign of terror should continue um, against Kareem Pies. Uh, right now, it's kind of a close one at six and a half to ten and a half. But Kareem Pies is only uh, projected at eighty and a half points. Um, and then Glory B to the A gap. This is a this one's close. Fifty two to forty eight. Over Weenus Wacker right now, it is a five-point game. Um, kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, which I'll be the same record as one of them come the end of this week. So I'm getting down pretty close to the bottom of that barrel. But I'll, I'll be the same record as whoever wins. So <laughs> This is rough. So going into week nine, standings. Of course, you guys know it. One and two, Sean and Stu reigning on top. Beefsteak moves up one spot. Fist is a verb after the bull- after the wild bullshit trade has moved up all the way to the four spot. He has drawn even at four and four. I continue to fall down these rankings, getting to four and four. Ryan with a win gets to four and four. Riley Reed option also four and four. Cream pies same. The three and five squad with Glory B to the A gap and Weenus Wacker and the two and six toilet. Seat, trying hopefuls, Saquon D's, and Team Doug, your grave. This is rough. This is rough. I can't wait for next year, but this is rough. Oh, what a fucking mess this has become. But that is the quick, very quick, not at all very much entertaining recap of, and projections, of the Too Fat to Play podcast league. Let's get into real football that was real disappointing last week. Get back over. Um, Is that what? Week 8? That would have been week 8. Buffalo, not at all looking dominant over Tampa Bay, but good teams find a way to win. Tampa Bay, albeit not a great team, they're feisty. Um, Yeah. and, And... I mean, as much shit as we're going to talk on Baker, as much shit as we're going to talk, that team finds a way to 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 stay in, be competitive, um, and then that's really all you can ask for there. I think the fucking surprise outcome of the season was Houston going, or the, of the, not the season, the week came down to Houston losing to Carolina, and and that's that's somebody that watched this team lose to Denver, but. I didn't think Carolina had a snowball's fucking chance to win that game. Um, and I don't that say this was. often. Fuck Adam Thielen. Um, that one was kind of fun to watch. Or watch. I didn't get to watch a shit, any of it. That one was fun to listen to. Also had a four-leg parlay on touchdown scores. Thielen was wide open in the end zone twice. Bryce Young just couldn't see him. Yeah. The, the bet was, was was spotted by a uh, colleague of ours. 
who's on a tear. Yeah. So, Adam Thielen, fuck you. He cost us nine grand. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the Cowboys decimating the Rams. Um, Stafford goes down. Which means what for this next week? Well, um, I mean, the Cowboys hold to what the Cowboys do. Uh, before we get to that, hold on. Did you see the comment made by Jerry Jones this week? That winning a Super Bowl is like a glory hole? Yeah, that one. (laughs) It's the best glory hole. Thank you, Jerry. You old bastard. The Johnny Walker blue. Oh my god. That runs through his veins. Should not be interrupted by blood. Fucking glorious. Oh, that was funny. So, yeah, they're probably going to get their asses kicked this week. Minnesota uh, beating Green Bay, but at what cost? Losing Kirk Cousins to that Achilles. And and gaining Romeo Dobbs. They already had Romeo Dobbs. Or fucking not Romeo Dobbs. <laughs> God damn it, Joshua Dobbs. There you go. Every time. Every time. I, do it, I did it in fucking Cardinals games, too. So Dobbs to Dobbs connection. Next week, because it looks like the rookie's probably going to start this week. But Romeo's a Packer. You're right. He was in the game. (laughs) Fuck it. Oh, this is a shit show. Oh, fuck. Um, New Orleans. uh, Offense figured out how to score a touchdown? I mean, they looked better than the Raiders. I mean, the Chiefs look better than the Raiders, and they lost to the fucking Broncos. But no, uh, New Orleans, that was a fun game to watch, man. That I was a no. I was in the middle of Oklahoma well, yelling at people. Well, maybe you should be nicer to people. That was a fun Fuck game them. to watch. I, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching that game. Of course, I was rooting for Indianapolis as I picked them, but that was a fun game. Uh, Miami beat New England. I, I mean, I feel like 14 points. It's closer than it should have been. Yeah. But from listening to that one, it, it should have been more. Miami's got a real defensive problem. They seem to get stops when they need to. Um, I, I think week two of having Jalen Ramsey back there is going to help. I mean, I know you, you, lost, you lost another defensive back and then brought him in, but that veteran leadership, I think, can, can only help that defense a little bit. Jets over Giants, the Best, worst fucking game I've ever watched. Listening. So I was right. I was going through downtown Dallas as this game is happening. Mind you, I'm going through downtown Dallas after the Dallas Cowboys game. Listening to this with a truck and trailer. I was not having a good time. But that did make my drive a little bit more enjoyable. As soon as the Giants missed... Their field goal. Oh God, dude, I was so happy. I was I was screaming in the car or in the truck. I was like, let's go! Go Jets! And then to listen to Zach Wilson, I wish I could have seen it. Because it, it sounded like he just dot, 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 kick it. It was wonderful. What? I was Who so is happy. this guy? I was so happy to see him show up right there. Who is this guy? Whenever they... Whenever the, Giants lined up, what was it, a fucking, like, 20... 
And on the previous drive, Kayvon Thibodeau actually came through. Your yeah. your Kayvon Thibodeau Frank Clark comparison is perfect. He only shows up when he feels like it. God forbid they make the playoffs. Well, at this point, they'll they'll never see the playoffs, so we don't have to worry about it. But I just I was so happy to see. Just so happy to see Zach drive that team down and kick that field goal after New York misses a chip shot field goal. Giants. Oh, Oh God, it was so wonderful. I mean, I feel so bad for Brian Dable. I do, too. I really like that guy as a coach, and I really hope he gets fired and goes somewhere that's not Las Vegas so he can be successful. Wouldn't it be awesome? Well, if not for you, but if he gets hired across state, Back in Buffalo, I guess not across the state, in the neighboring state. Yeah, I get it. New Jersey's really small. I was so confused. I was like, what are you fucking talking about? New York, New Jersey, Brooklyn. I mean. The fuck? Where the fuck did Brooklyn come from? It's all the same. There's shit on the sidewalks. Oh, goddamn. Now we're in San Francisco. Like I said, it's all the same. Uh, Jesus. Jacksonville getting past Pittsburgh. Jacksonville. Guys, I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. They may not always be pretty. That's a good fucking football team. They're good. They're gonna, I just feel like they're going to step on their dicks come playoff time. Name me an AFC team that might make the playoffs that's not going to step on their dicks come playoff time. Valid. Moving on. Oh no no no! N- name one. Name one. You no, th- it, it it's a valid argument. I I just I trust them the least right now because with all their expectations, everybody has been telling me that the Chiefs are gonna fall fall from the from grace. And unless you're Nick Wright, you're kind of going, well, damn, we kind of really miss Tyreek Hill, don't we? At this point, they fucking miss Juju, and I almost threw up saying that. Like, the, of all the teams that I felt confident coming into this season, Jacksonville was one of them. Like, yeah, I, I ain't got to worry about them. Well, fuck if I don't. They're a weird team. But, I mean, since they since they left for London, they've been good. Uh, they own the longest winning streak in football right now. They're not doing it the way... I think either one of us thought. Um, I think both of us thought Josh Allen was going to be a little more something on that defensive line. He's good, but he's not what we thought he would be. You would think having Josh Allen and uh, is it Trayvon Walker? I think so. On that defensive front, you would be getting, generating a little more pressure. But, you know, I don't know. I, that team finds ways to win. Um, I know it's obviously – a pretty shitbag comparison considering how obvious it is but they remind me of the philly team that won super bowl a little bit they 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 have that kind of feel to them and travis Etienne is a fucking monster so the team has that feel the only thing feel that i don't get out of them is i I don't get the the confidence or the swag agreed and i think a lot of that comes out of the quarterback Yes. Uh, your quarterback is about as swaggy as that roll of paper towels. Exactly. Um, he, damn good quarterback. Top five quarterback in the league. Has the personality of a wet paper sack. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, Atlanta, Tennessee. Okay, so Will Levis has now two games where he looked really good. 
Am I ready to eat crow? Fuck no, I'm not. This guy's out of Kentucky. I ain't giving up shit yet. <laughs> Fuck no. I had reservations of Brock Purdy going in eight weeks, okay? It took me till week four of this year for me to go, okay, no, I'm good. I ain't fucking crowning this dull piece of shit next. No, fuck you. I'm waiting. He's looking great right now. Good for him. He's showing poise that I'd never seen out of Kentucky. Out of Kentucky, it was get outside the pocket, get rid of it. Run, hide. And now now he'll fuck. He was afraid to get hit in college. Now he's like, I will stand over your lifeless body after you've hit me. Look, good on him. I ain't crowning his ass yet. Move on. Fucking Kentucky. <laughs> uh, well, Atlanta bent Desmond Ritter, so hopefully they look really good with Taylor Heineke this oh, coming week. Oh, let's go, Taylor. Uh, Washington. They can only play against Philly. Uh, Washington, I needed you to win that one so bad. Uh, like, they play Philly so fucking hard, and then they will, they're going to get their... Well, I don't, I don't think they're going to because they play a fucking... I don't know who they play this week, but I feel like it's a nobody. But they play Philadelphia so close, and then they usually step on their own dicks. Cleveland, guess what, guys? Cleveland is the fucking Bills. They get on a hot streak, you're like, oh, they're good, and then they step on their dicks. Uh, Welcome to the fucking AFC. (laughs) I want to say one thing about Philadelphia. Philadelphia cannot keep escaping. There's winning dirty, and then there's escaping. Week after week after week. They have one loss. They should have two to Washington. (laughs) (laughs) They should have three on the season. They are escaping games. They've got to fucking figure it out if they want to be the legit contenders. Right now, as bad as it sounds, I'm not sure if there's an NFC team other than the Lions that I'm putting in the top five teams in the NFL today. I'm not sure there's five teams I'm putting in the top five teams in the NFL today. That's also <laughs> this valid. Is, and I saw a stat today that uh, I guess I don't know if it helps prove it, but the the league is starting the lowest average age at quarterback than it has in like the last fifty years, and teams are playing more zone defense than they have in forever. So I don't know if that's what's contributing because there's there's a lot of bad quarterback play this year. A lot of it. I don't know what the answer is, but the, the way this is going, you know there's a rule change coming next year. Oh, yeah. As, as bad as the offenses have looked, there's a rule change coming. I'm not saying there should be. I'm just saying there will be. Uh, Seattle, that's a fun team, man. That they're, they're not good. They're not great. They are fun. It, they got a great run game. They Defense got a really good running. Is, They've got a really good wide receiver set. As it, long as DK keeps his head on straight. Well, yeah, but if he doesn't, JSN's starting to look a little more like a first round receiver. Not saying you can afford to lose DK there, but with Jake Bobo, anything is possible. Um, I've got a question for this next one. Uh-huh. Is Baltimore the best team in the NFL right now? Because they beat the Cardinals. I mean, they might be top six. By seven. Uh, that's all I heard coming into into this week was Baltimore's the team to beat. Baltimore. 
that they keep playing like this. Oh, maybe at the time you beat, uh, and, and we've said it all season. Arizona's going to stick around. We don't know how they're going to do that now because Josh Dobbs is gone. Hey, I got it right that time. Look but at you, <laughs> Josh Dobbs is gone. So, so that, it looks like Kyler, I think Kyler's questionable for this week. I don't know that he plays this week, but it looks like he's getting close to coming back. But, and I know that doesn't really move the scale for you. Like, I'm well aware. But that team fights, that team's feisty, which I don't understand how because that head coach makes me want to, like, sleep. Um, he couldn't get me to run through a sty- styrofoam. Jesus, fuck. Give me a second. Give me a second. Hold on. If if you hear the windows at ninety five, fuck <laughs> power me. down God sound in the background. Damn. That's just Ryan resetting. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling tonight. Well, again, we started this late as fuck. We have had a shit week. We have had not a great night. I mean. I can't imagine, like, I know, obviously, I'm the one that right, had right. Like, screaming across town to try and save my dog's life. I think we did that. But it's not very often you're sending emergency hi- dog <laughs> Heimlich <laughs> screenshots. While sipping whiskey. <laughs> I don't know how that was on your end. Um, um, yeah, no, it, it was a little, it was, <laughs> after about 15 minutes, Haley's like, think he died <laughs> i was like i haven't heard anything so at this point i'm just kind of expecting the worst oh yeah no it's been a shit show uh i'm not jokes over I, i'm not even gonna attempt it uh but yeah it, i baltimore is a good football team baltimore is a playoff caliber team baltimore is what every single Super Bowl hopeful in the AFC is right now. Dude. Holding on for dear fucking life because a good a what the Niners get their shit back together. For some reason the Eagles right now. Right right now the fucking Bengals who have put it together took them long enough. The Bengals. You get one of these teams rolling 3-4 games into a win streak. I'm sorry, but that Baltimore team's not beating them. See, I there's not a team in the AFC, and right now Cincinnati's probably my favorite to come out of it. But there's not a team I trust. Like no, I I don't believe I don't look at any team and say they can beat whoever is lined up from them. Every like and and I unfortunately got a gut feeling going into Sunday when they announced Mahomes is questionable with the flu. The weather's going to be crappy. I was like, I'm starting to get a bad feeling about this. I was sitting there with Sarah, and I was like, I don't have a good feeling about this. And she's like, why? And I was like, this feels like a if-it-can-it-will game. And what happened? If it could go wrong, it did go wrong. Yeah. And Sky Moore dropped another wide-open fucking touchdown pass. In his defense, I missed it too. Wrong joke. Did you know through three years of his, through this point of his career, which I believe is 39 career games, he has less catches, less yards, 
and less touchdowns than oh, what the fuck was his name? Some known some shit bust of wide receiver, John something for Kansas City. I thought you were gonna say AJ Jenkins. I'm gonna have to find the stat. I've gotta find it. Alright, what game were we on? I, I was losing it here. Oh, uh, we're, we're at Kansas City. We're at the, okay, yeah, no. Um, listening to that, that just, that felt um, wrong. Because at no point, this, I want to say it, I have to say it because Nick Wright has been telling everybody else in the world that they're fucking stupid. Uh, but according to Nick Wright, the best defense in the league just got fucking walked over by the goddamn fucking Broncos. Well, I'll say this. The longest scoring drive the Broncos had was 50 yards. Which I realize, you gave up, you gave up 50 yard scoring drive. To the, but you gave up that 50 yard scoring drive right after you gave up a 24 yard scoring drive. Because your quarterback in your offense was fucking terrible. Could not stay on the field. Had nothing. Nothing going. And I am... I know the defense gave up 24, but I feel like 20 of those you could probably blame on the offense. Because, I mean, the the muffed punt, the fumble, the two interceptions. I mean, you turned the ball over five times in the NFL. Well, hold on. Pat threw two interceptions? He's tied with Josh <clears throat> Allen for interceptions this season. That's fucking preposterous. Brock Purdy only throws two interceptions a game, and it's his fault. Sorry. Same guy. Fuck you, Nick Wright. If you're going to be consistent, that's all I ask. Just be consistent. But you can't. Sorry. Shouldn't. This is why we don't record on Fridays. If you guys haven't. Because, like, this could be a really fun thing to do on a Friday night if we were just talking football. But, yeah, we're not. Uh, my game, Cincinnati, San Francisco, called it. Fucking so we, called it. We unfortunately both kind of had this going the same way. San Francisco looked like a team trying to get to the bye week. Since, where's my defense? Where, where, where's you, my fucking defense? I mean, you addressed it last week. You should probably ask your defensive coordinator where your defense is. Like, uh, so... All the... All the fingers have been pointing at 13. He had two bad picks. Actually, even one of those was stupid fluky. That was it. Trey Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. What a fucking play. Because that's six. <laughs> that's six. He He's done it 14 times this season. He's just like, whoop. Going to put it right up over the top of you. And he, he gets his hand on it. He starts going the other way. Fortunately, Brock grabs him. Uh, hats off, Trey. That was fuck. If I had a four play, that's my favorite play of the week. Just the athleticism. First off, big guy with a football. Second off, defensive big guy with a football. Third, defensive big guy with a pick. I there's nothing that makes me happier. Just to so happen that I was very sad listening to that play. Cause what did Brock Purdy do up until that point? Push them down the field. Every fucking drive, he's like, all right, and we're in scoring position. Ah, fuck, he missed a throw. And, and then Christian McCaffrey gets two yards. 
And then Christian McCaffrey gets two yards. And then we're going to hand it to Eli Mitchell, who got swallowed up in the backfield. Okay, so we're, we're missing our left tackle. I don't want to hear shit about Debo being out. Debo's a little bit of a decoy with Brock under center because he doesn't throw to him. He throws to him like three or four times a game, and it's usually a big play because that's just what happens when you get Debo the ball. Yeah. He's hitting Brandon Ayuk all over the place. And Ayuk had a full-on drop when I went back and rewatched it. Full-on drop. He's, he's heading home. He's going to the house. So there's 14 points. He had a really shit pick in the fourth quarter. This is the fucking Bengals. This is the worst offensive line in the world. You didn't get a fucking sack with that defensive front. So Richard Sherman had a really good... They asked him straight up, how would you fix this team? Mm -hmm. We're going to stop pulling the stunts. We're going to stop running man coverage on first and second down. Thank you. I, I feel like I've been saying it for three fucking weeks. Yeah. I know my team pretty well. I know what they do and what they don't do. And he, I love the way he, he phrased it. Because the 49er defensive line should be unstoppable. But when you fuck their timing up by running a stunt constant, stunts work really well in the third quarter when your pass rush has been able to get home immediately by just... And he phrased it like this. I love it. I'm going to steal it. Pinning their ears back and getting the quarterback. Whatever you got to do. We're not Because as soon as you take Nick Bosa at the snap of the ball and run him across the defensive line, you're adding three quarters of a second to the time that he could be getting to the quarterback. And now you're swapping Javon Hargrave, which I get it. Middle of the game, you're in the trenches, fine. It, but let your defensive backs get into a groove. Let get some def, defensive backs seem to play like quarterbacks. You need a couple of gimmies, like a couple of tone setters. Mm-hmm. So if your defensive line, which now has Chase Young, opposite of Nick Bosa, next to Eric Armstead, alongside Javon Hargrave. That should be never blitz again. In theory. Yeah. In theory, that should be never blitz again against a six-man front. Yeah. The, the, the offensive line will have to keep a tight end in if you just rush the quarterback. That, that That's it. So why the fuck it's doing too much too early? And then it I feel like the offense... Feels like they have to play from behind, which they they are having to play to, from behind. But then they try to get too fancy too early. Every, keep hitting eleven. You're marching it down the field with eleven. If you're realizing that without a run game, you can't strike from ten yards out. Stop fifteen to seventeen yards out. And and try and get it that way. And if you get down. Pulled down at the one or the two. QB sneak. QB sneak. It doesn't have to be the tush push. The fucking QB sneak is good for one and a half yards. Speaking of the tush push, the counter play that they ran off of that. Oh, that was fucking terrifying. Deadly terrifying. Fucking terrifying. So scary. (laughs) But that's also two weeks now 
where Atoshposh has been full-on stopped. Both times, linebackers came over the top of the center and blew it up. Fred Warner mm-hmm. and uh, whoever the Washington linebacker is. He must have been watching tape because it was identical. I, I'm timing that snap, and I'm putting my face mask right down your back. You're not going to be able to get on top of your center. Yep. Figured it out. It's not going to work every time. But if you can drop that fucking... If you drop it from 92% to 50%? Yeah. I. Yeah. But, no, I... 49ers know what they need to do. I... I... I should hope, because I figured it out three weeks ago. Yeah. I, I'm i glad everybody else is catching up. Because I, I think it, once I hit uh, wherever the fuck Texas I was, I <laughs> dude, I don't remember where the hell I was. I was just north. I was so close to Houston that me getting into he, he, downtown Houston traffic on Monday morning was me walking outside to the truck. I didn't realize that I got that fucking close to my final best. I was an hour and a half away. Obviously, with DOT regulations and shit, I couldn't have kept going. But I was, I had to stop at seven. It's dumb. But I sent you the, I sent you the shit. Yep. Like, look, I, I feel like I've been saying this. I, when you got Nicholas, Richard Sherman, I love you so much. When you have Nicholas John Bosa. Why he always uses all three names. And Eric Armstead. Eric Armstead's a hell of a bull rusher. Especially at three technique. You have a one technique with Javon Hargrave, who's going to take up two guys and Aaron Donald them to the quarterback. Why why run a stunt? Why? Just fucking go get him. You lead the league in pressures. I said it four weeks ago, five weeks ago. I don't give a fuck about your pressures if you're on the defensive end position. I, I care about sacks. This, this is how well it's working. You lead the league in pressures by like 30 pressures. You're not leading the league in sacks. Something's wrong. Go get the fucking quarterback. Wait. Wait, hold on. Just So if, if you're good at getting pressure but not really good at getting sacks, that means you're not really good at being a defensive end? Yes. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Is there somebody on the Chiefs like that? It, it looks like you're thinking of somebody. Yeah, it's, it's weird because I just saw that George Karloftis, who has like a top six pressure rate in Lee, granted, he does have more sacks than I attributed like mentally to him. But I also went back and watched like three-fourths of those sacks. And the reason he has most of his sacks this year... The quarterback ran into him. ...is because the quarterback was running for his life from the other side of the ball, which whether it be Chris Jones, Charles O'Menohue lately, Mike Dana, not Felix. How are you liking O'Menohue? I fucking love that guy. Dude! He's got like 12 pressures and three and a half sacks. So three years ago, could you... Would you believe me if I said he was a Bronco and the Niners gave up a sixth round pick for yeah, him? Yeah, no, I knew that. It's fucking dumb. Like, but anyhow, it's it's incredible but, but you what guys, coaching. You guys don't does. ever fucking pay for. You just gave a third for fucking the former number two overall pick. We're not talking about that. No, I was just 
Like, he was written off in Denver. Completely written off. And I, I remember when he got traded, I, I came to you and I was like, I don't know. kind of like this guy. And you're like, who the fuck is that guy? I was like, I don't know. He, he, what, he's got bend. That motherfucker, he can straight get after it. I loved that signing for you guys. I hated it for me because I was like, I want him on the other side. Yeah. No, I, I'm happy as shit that they got him in you. Like, great. I'm so happy that it translated to. Because Chris Jones, really good defensive lineman. Charles Amenahill, really good defensive lineman. Mike Dana, really good defensive Dude, lineman. I like Mike Dana. George Karloftis, average at best. Average, yeah. I'll take an average offensive lineman. Felix, I don't know. I don't think he's ever been on the field. You know? I, I'm glad they didn't bring Frank Clark back. Oh, it was close, too, because he came oh, in for dude. a fucking physical. Yeah, but I, the Chiefs never actually made an offer. I know, which I found to be nuts. And then it Made me happy. <laughs> I was so ready for that episode. Because it was supposed to be the same week as the McCall Hardman trade. Who fucked a fucking punt? Anyhow, um, it's like he never left. <laughs> Surf pro, like it never even happened. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Chicago, L.A. I can't win as expected. Um, I know. I, I mean, had. Y- I we, picked Chicago with hopes that Tyson Bagent, Bagent, Baguettes, Beignet, whatever his last name bagels, is, bagels, like. Yeah, I mean, it, he. Here's the thing, he looked like a rookie quarterback. He also had flashes, like you'd see a he throw. Was fun, dude. He's fun to watch. He he reminds me a lot of like Heineke. Yes. Yeah, like he, you can see it. He like that guy could be NFL quarterback. Not in today's game, but he could do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you can see it, and that's and, the guy you want as your backup. Yeah, he's <laughs> exciting. Um, you're gonna go 500 with the guy because you're gonna go. Oh, that was a bad pass. That was gorgeous. Average, oh, average, oh, oh average. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Exactly. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. You, like that that's what he and it's fucking hilarious and phenomenal and I love it. And I love the kid's swagger. He, he's growing on me. I mean, yeah, he does look like every drug dealer you bought drugs from in college. Like, yeah, that's exactly what he looks like. But his dad is also out there arm wrestling Daniel and Jeremiah before a Monday night football game. What more can you ask for? Dude, it's 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 the best show on TV. Like honestly, I hope he sticks with the team a little bit because whenever he's throwing the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. next year, I'm fucking here for it. He'll put it up too. He doesn't give a shit. I... He's like, "All right. They called three outs. Slot. Yeah, slot. No. Your nickname's Slut today, yeah. <laughs> it's Slut. You know, I don't give a fuck. Go straight. It's called a... F- I don't give a fuck what it's called. Go straight. <laughs> you, there. Like, just... <laughs> and he puts it up. He yeah, doesn't I, care about the cover. It's phenomenal, dude. And it's a 50-50 ball every time. 50% of the time, it's getting intercepted. 50%, it's the perfect pass. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, he's, um, he's fun. Uh, Detroit... It's weird. Revolutionary thought. Why is your hand up? Is Detroit the best team in the league? 
Jameer Gibbs might be the best running back in the league. I'll take that as a yes. When when you have a kid that admittedly I was wrong. Probably didn't think you should have drafted number 12 overall. But we're not wrong. talking about that right now. I was wrong. That is electric with the ball in his hand. Holy shit. That has been electric all season with the ball oh. in his hand oh. when you feed him. A guy that we have been begging you to give the ball to. I have a comparison. Why is your hand up again? I have a comparison. There's only two of us in here. Comparison. What? Debo. Basically. <laughs> Dude, that's Debo Samuel. He's Debo Samuel that actually lines up at running back. Give that motherfucker the ball. Dude, he's so fun. Just do it. I understand you have Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown, whose picture on fucking Sleeper. Sleeper is phenomenal. I understand you have Sam Laporta, who is a top three tight end in football this year. I understand you have Jared Goff, who is probably as terrible as it's been a top six, seven quarterback in the league right now. You have a good offensive line. You have David Montgomery, who's now hurt, which you've been force-feeding the ball for some fucking reason, but hey, we're here for it anyhow. You have things that work, and you have Jameer fucking Gibbs. You missed one. You have the best head coach in football today. You have the only guy that when he says, we're going to go out there and bite kneecaps, you have to actually wonder if he's biting kneecaps. Fair. That, that's, that's you have the fair. only guy on the football field that if he put on face paint, turned around and said, we're raiding Washington. We're going to war. For some reason, I'm looking for my fucking Detroit Ford Blue face paint. And I'm, I'm fo- whatever this guy says, I will follow into battle. Now, he needs to give it to Jameer Gibbs because now I have him on like two out of four fantasy teams. Yeah, that one came back to bite me in the ass. Now, I'm really liking that trade. <laughs> that was a futures trade that might actually work out for me. Dude, the way my fantasy season's going, like, if you want it, come and get it. Like, it's bad. Um... I'm trying to think. I, I know I saw another one. Do you know who it was on Sleeper that got put that their picture got changed to Pikachu? No, but I'm pretty sure on Halloween Patrick Mahomes was uh, Kermit. That makes sense. I know beginning of the year Travis Kelsey's was uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yeah. Sleeper is unhinged. I love it. Oh, it's so funny. Right. No, it, but it's it's wild. When you give Jameer Gibbs the football, good things happen. And, oh, my God, I'm glad I still had it, have had had him in the other league at that point. I've traded him away now. Again, I don't know if you realize this. I'm fucking tanking everything. Um, but, good Lord, uh, what a fucking what a fucking disaster. Uh, good on the Raiders for firing their head coach, general manager, offensive coordinator, and benching their starting quarterback in the matter of, like, seven hours. Uh, best news I think Raiders fans have had all fucking season. Although, hypothetically, right? Let's say you have a pot of money that you spend. Okay. If you take $80 million of that, right? Uh-huh. And you pay it to people... So they don't coach your football team, right? Is that a is that a bad thing or is that a good thing? Like, 
Is that eighty million well spent to 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 pay two guys that aren't coaching your team anymore? See, I've never had eighty million dollars, so okay, so I've let, got let, an idea. Let's call Mark Davis and find out. Yeah, I'll just I'll just do that. I'll just I'll just I'll just give him a ring a ding. Well, I mean, if you're that bad at making fucking football decisions that people told you not to do in the first place, you would think that your phone number would just end up on the internet somewhere. Because obviously, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. You fired Jack Del Rio, the first coach to get you into a goddamn playoff game. Was he the interim? Who was the interim? No, Jack Del Rio uh, he, was the head coach. He was coach, there before. And then he got fired, and I forgot who the interim guy before Gruden came in. And, and then, then Gruden came in and kept the interim guy. And when Gruden got fired, because he's a piece of shit... I'm not going to say allegedly because he's a piece of shit. That same interim guy. God, what was his name? He was, I, he was a special teams coordinator and then he went he to Green Bay. Fucking and awesome. he led that fucking team. I can't think of his name now. I thought he should get the regu- the, the yeah, fucking. We both did. Should have dropped the interim title and then they decided to hire the. I'm going to say it, the worst head coach in the history of NFL football. So have, have you seen the. Uh, um, the other podcast, fuck, I just seen what the name of it was. I've mentioned it a couple uh, – I haven't mentioned the name. I always forget it. It's ex-football players, I think one or two uh, current guys. But they, they were talking about Josh McDaniels, right? And one of them played under Josh McDaniels while he was in Denver. And he goes, man, we're six weeks in. We're supposed to be playing the 49ers. They're bad. They fucking suck. And then – we get caught cheating. And the Niners come in and blow us up. And we didn't win another game. And then they fired him. And he goes, the only reason we won six games was because Josh McDaniels was videotaping their practices. And he knew every, he, he would tell people on the defensive side of the ball, if you see them line up in this formation, as soon as the ball gets snapped, run to this spot on the field. You're either heading the other way with it or you're knocking it down if you get there quick enough. He wasn't even coaching. He was literally going, okay, this formation, you go there, you go there. Like, he after he got caught cheating, he hasn't won a fucking football game unless he got lucky. Just a terrible, terrible person. Oh, coach. my God. So, good job, Raiders. Finally, some good news this season. Well, and it seems like they had actually hired a guy that fit in, because obviously if you're that fucking bad, you deserve to be a Raider. Fucking inbred. All right. Do we want to get on to week nine? I, I would like to go to bed. Same, count. Oh, God. Actually, you want to take like a quick five minute? I need some water. Yeah, let's take a five minute. Take five. Guys, just like our intro music, check out uh, our buddies out at Subject to Change. We're going to play some more of their shit right here. We're going to go take a quick break.
me to go ahead and say this. I think Pittsburgh's going to win. I was I was really contemplating taking Tennessee uh, this Friday morning. Uh, <laughs> no, at no point was I taking Tennessee. I would like to say we're a lot closer to Saturday morning than we are to Friday morning. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. At no, no point was I taking Tennessee. So I picked Pittsburgh. I I, I thought they were going to win. I and my my office sheet that I picked on Tuesday also says Pittsburgh. Um, Tennessee. I thought it'd be fun. You know, I was like, you know, if Will Levis comes out and does it again, maybe. But I just don't be wrong. Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett didn't look great. Doesn't hasn't looked good for a little bit. Well, that um, entire but, offense has looked bad for two seasons. It's weird. It's almost like their offensive coordinator sucks. I. It's all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. I want to, I want to start giving quarterbacks more time, like Kenny Pickett, oh, or at least somebody that can call plays, <laughs> somebody that doesn't get pissed when you audible and score a touchdown. No shit, you know, I, T- like good play callers, they'll give you three or four plays, and if you audible, they're like, okay, he sees something that I don't, I'm trusting it, or it's a gut feeling. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's not about the fucking statistics, and you have to play by your gut. God damn it. Um, it's too late in the night to be getting into that fucking thing there, especially making picks. If this was the last segment, I know you, you were I was like getting nervous. I was like, God damn it. We're going to have a Ryan rant. It is 11, 11 and we're make about a to, wish, bitch. We're, we're about to, the, the, the wish is Ryan doesn't go on this fucking rant. Oh God. I was getting nervous. Whew. Let's, oh let's, fuck. Let's tone that back down. Um, Oh, God, no. scared me there. Give, give your quarterbacks time. Give them some options, if, especially if you trust them. I haven't seen anything from Kenny Pickett for me to go, he ain't it. I've look, watched the offense and been like, that ain't it. Same. I, I can say the same thing in Buffalo and L.A. Both L.A.'s, something ain't right with the Rams. I don't know if it's just age or, or what. Something's not right with McVay's offense. Um, maybe it's Matt Stafford, although I, I, it's hard for me to think that Matt Stafford's just as bad as he is now as he was with Detroit because he won a Super Bowl. Sorry, he led a team to a Super Bowl. That was not him riding coattails. Yeah. In uh, he, I get it was a stacked roster. Like you, you can look around the league and go, ooh, they got to make some changes. Ooh. They got to make some changes. I mean, look at the Raiders. They made all the changes. Um, <laughs> had to take that shot. That was too yeah, no, easy. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, Miami KC. In Germany. At too goddamn early. After we set our clocks back. Yeah. I'm taking Miami. Um, I'm taking Kansas City. I... I don't trust either of these teams in this spot. And I know Kansas City tends to be a bounce-back team. I just don't think... A, I don't understand the travel between the two teams because Miami left for Germany on Tuesday, Kansas City left for Germany on Wednesday, and MVS is already bitching about having to find a babysitter for his dogs. Um... That 
that was an actual thing that happened. Um, I just, I don't think Kansas City's going to do it this week. I kind of feel like maybe they're in the same situation San Francisco was last week. Let's get to the bye week. Maybe. I, I just know Kansas City seems to like to make everybody's heads explode. Those of us that watch or listen to NFL news and pundits throughout the week, why they have to put anything on in between the herd and speak. I'm really here just for speak. Sometimes if Colin has a good guest on, like, I, I know a lot of people hate him because hey, he's wishy-washy. He, he watches a game and he'll change his mind. I, I'm sorry, I don't find anything wrong with that just because it doesn't seem to fit your needs because you want to be pissed off at somebody the entire time. If you want that, watch Nick Wright because he's just or, – or fucking Skip Bayless. It's the same guy, just different teams. Um, but I, I just, I don't trust Miami's offense against if that defense shows up. Which all, all it has to do is land. So, admittedly, if Nick Bolton was playing, I would pick the Chiefs. I get it, and and I'm and I mean that. As bad as the team looked last week, and I understand Kansas City is a team that doesn't have that twice in a row. Fuck. But I honestly wouldn't be surprised if this is a 35-31 game. Without Nick Bolton in the middle of that defense, I think that's the four-point. I think that's your four-point swing. I think that's... The defining moment is somebody over the middle of this defense, which has been wide open for the last 28 years. But I think you take away arguably the best defensive player on the team. Um, I, f- I feel like that's, a, that's an argument I'm willing to have. The captain of the defense, the quarterback of the defense, you take that guy away. I think that's going to be the defining spot. Is I I think Miami's going to get going to get something in a spot where you're like Bolton's probably there because Drew plays fairly well most of the time. He didn't play great against Denver. Willie Gay plays good most of the time. Didn't play great against Denver. Granted. Name me a chief that played well against Denver, and I'll call you a liar. Um, but I, I just I think Kansas City needs the bye week. I think that's it. It just feels like that's where it's headed. Is is get get to the bye week. I I don't know what magic pixie dust you're gonna sprinkle on Sky Moore and MVS and Justin Watson's elbow and fucking everything that's going wrong with this offense right now I just don't I honestly I think as of right now Miami's probably the better team alright who's next Minnesota at Atlanta I've picked them for five weeks in a row and I'd be damned if I'm going to pick them against them with a rookie going against a rookie quarterback with the 
Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Slam home the Atlanta fucking Falcons, baby. Unfortunately, they are without Drake London, though. You better have another one of those uh, Heineken mini kegs ready to go. Because I'm going to keg stand one of those motherfuckers this weekend. Fuck yeah. Let's go Falcons. Uh, yeah, no, I don't I don't see Minnesota doing anything with Joshua Dobbs. There we go. Again, I don't think he's starting this week. I'm pretty sure. I feel like if he's on the roster, you have to start him. As do I. And it's not like he doesn't know that offense. It just, I think they've announced or leaned towards that their rookie will be starting. I, I don't know um, if Dobbs is starting. Again, I don't know if y'all have been paying attention. Slam the Addison anytime scorer. No shit. Just just go ahead and put that one in. Parlay it. CMC, Addison, have a good time. Obviously. CMC's on a bye this week, and he'll still <laughs> score say, a fucking say, touchdown. Say, put, go ahead and put CMC in. I know he's on a bye week. He'll get one somewhere. It's fine. <laughs> um, that Because Addison has been... An absolute fucking monster. If they can keep old George Jefferson over there and Addison and get a different quarterback that's maybe a little higher tier, maybe a little more athletic, don't me wrong, Kirk was having a good season. Um, but I think, hey, isn't that terrifying if you're the, like, like if, if you're the Vikings, you're like, you know what? We have a really good wide receiver. Like, we, we can... We might be able to survive this. The other hand, you're like, can can we let him leave? Because no Jay Jets is you know kind of the best receiver in football a little bit right now. Yeah, but they <laughs> but you also have a history. no leverage, a history, and a history of letting receivers go. But again, no leverage. He's not under contract. Yeah, I. Randy Moss, Stephon Day. Like, they just... It's Carter. Yeah, they just breed wide receivers. And at the end of their rookie deal, they're like, yeah, we're going to have to let you go. Because we have another you right behind you. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, they gave Adam Thielen a second contract because he was, what, a fifth round pick because he was white i mean what <laughs> you would think that would fit in in minnesota i mean it did for like 10 years bird on bird crime baltimore i'm taking baltimore over seattle i'm taking um, baltimore as well they're the better team uh it, it does depend on which lamar shows up um although i it shouldn't say that because it doesn't also seem to matter they're <laughs> hey man if, frank clark's back in seattle though if I can't say if bad Lamar, if conservative Lamar shows up, it's going to be a really close game. If MVP Lamar shows up, it's going to be a blowout. Cardinals at Browns. I don't know who the Cardinals are starting a quarterback. Not a clue. I'm taking the Browns. And I feel bad for whoever it is. Yeah, I'm taking Miles the Browns. Miles Garrett is going to be crossing over the entire defensive or offensive line by himself. He's going to say, you guys drop back into coverage. I want to take this one solo. They're dropping 10, and he gets a sack. <laughs> Rams at Packers. Um, I don't know if Matt Stafford is playing, and I'm taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams because I don't think it matters. Pa- the, Packers, the Packers are bad. 
The uh, Packers are one of those teams. I'm not ready to give up on Jordan Love. I I feel like he he needs reps in the NFL. He he very much needs reps in the NFL. You see the you I see flashes. I, he has plays. And then like it, it it's not it's not like Tyson Tyson B in Chicago. <laughs> I was waiting for you to start. We were just going to start listing off random B words well, again. I, I was like, I was, I almost tried, but I was like, wait, we we said that one, that one, that one, that. Well, I, we went on for a minute earlier, so it, it's not like Tyson where it's a fifty-fifty. It's incredible throw, average, 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 average. His miss, average. His his hit, average. Like everything's mid. Incredibly terrible throw. Like he's he's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not Brett Favre. You have an average quarterback. You have Dak Prescott. That's unfortunate. <laughs> right now, and that's what you've got. And I get it. You've had thirty years. A phenomenal quarterback play. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome welcome to, to the NFL. Yeah. Congratulations. Am, it, will I be surprised if he comes out next year and is fucking throwing darts? Not at all. Not in the slightest. I'm not ready to give up on him because he's average now. He's still got a really young – the team's now young, something it was never before. Yeah. Maybe there's just a little bit of growing pains that need to happen. And, and every quarterback has those – those growing pains. Patrick Mahomes had it. Joe Burrow had the, has them at the beginning of every single fucking season. Josh Allen, every four games, has two or three games in a row where it's a growing pain. Like, it happens. Brock Purdy went from the best quarterback in the NFL to the worst quarterback in the NFL over three games because he's had four fucking quarters over three games of growing pains. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not. I'm not worried about that guy. I'm not worried about Jordan Love. He needs to get reps. He need. It seems like every week he makes a mistake, and you're like, "Ooh, you shouldn't have done that." But also, if you watch the play, you're like, "Okay, no, I see where he's going." It, it's a calculated. It. I can't say it's a calculated mistake. He's not trying to make the mistake, <laughs> obviously. But he he he'll go out there and he goes, "Okay, I needed to put a little bit more underneath it." I needed to lead you a little bit more. I should have probably drawn you back a little bit to keep you away from that corner. Should have kept you on the sideline. Should have thrown that one away. Like, he, he's out there experimenting going, all right, not it. I'll hit you. And he does. He hits you on the next one. Is it enough to win games right now? No. The team's not playing good. No. The, the, there is no run game. Which is weird. Incredibly odd because it's the same – Outside of Bakhtiari, it's the same offensive line. And Bakhtiari was hurt a lot of last year. And, and you still have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not ready to give up on the Packers just yet. That tasted like vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they can win this football game. This just does not feel like the NFL has turned into such a win now, win today league. 
Sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes you're mid. If you could go 500, they'd go 500 this year. Unlike the Pittsburgh Steelers, who will never go 500, as long as Mike Tomlin is head coach. You can't tell me the guy's not possibly the greatest head coach of all time. I feel like we've had this discussion <laughs> enough that... I just clearly I mean, I'm not rooting against that pick. Thinking about last night's game, like watching it going. That team's five and three. Yeah, why? That that like, team shouldn't have won a game. That team will be tied with either Kansas City or Miami. <laughs> why? <laughs> going into next. Uh, um, okay, Tampa Bay, Houston. This hurts. This hurts my soul. I'm taking Tampa Bay. Taking Houston. I think Houston's going to bounce back. Uh, C.J. Stroud, saying it all year. I'm going to keep singing his praises and hammering myself for being wrong. He he had a rookie game last week. He did. I I think Tampa Bay is finding something on offense. Um, you know yeah. who's going to lose it though is fucking Baker. I. I do not trust anything that Baker puts on tape. I know. <laughs> Baker's short white Dak. I hate when I make a pick and then you're like, hey, dumbass, here's the clear evidence. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, but... Which means you're going to be right. Probably. <laughs> but it also... What's it, it's they're going to win in spite of <laughs> now? Probably the, the like, defense is going to make some fucking massive play. It's going to be like a triple tip pick six, like the pick at the stick. I'm just impressed that you said triple tip pick six and didn't fuck it up. You and me both, and then followed <laughs> that up with pick at the stick. Yeah, I know. Like did I, nothing. Didn't I, stumble. Like, I almost fucked up repeating it. The fact that you just laid it off there. Off the dome. Off the rip. That was maybe the most impressive thing I've seen all week. And I couldn't say styrofoam. (laughs) We should not record this late. Oh, fuck. Um, Again, I I think we'll pick the same. Washington at New England. Washington. Okay, same. Uh, Chicago at New Orleans. New Orleans. Same. Indianapolis at Carolina. Indianapolis. Same. <laughs> well, I, just, they're, they're, I, I don't see a single fucking talking point across <laughs> any of no. those games. Giants at Raiders. Raiders. Same, because they ha- you're facing an interim coach in week one of his interim term. He's not losing to the fucking Giants. And number two. Devontae Adams has been out, wanting out. They fire everybody, and he goes, I will run through a fucking wall for that man right there. They're not losing this week. I'm taking the Raiders. All right, back to the exciting stuff. Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia. I know we're picking this game the same, and I know we're both going, you know what, I kind of hope the other side, I hope we miss this one. I'm picking Philadelphia. By no, this is, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> This is not the game I hope they lose. Okay, the game I hoped they lose was last week and a couple weeks back against Washington. Sorry. The games they should have lost. If they lose this, first off, 
these chants that Dallas is the best team in football are going to come back. We've seen that Dallas is not near the best team in football. We know who Dallas is. Here's what's going to happen. Somehow, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles are going to escape with another win. Dallas fans are going to be like, see, we told you, we almost got them. The best team in football. They're only the best team in football when they beat you and it was close. How about this? And this is going to sound fucking nuts, okay? This is going to this is going to throw everybody off. The Detroit Lions are the best team in the NFC right now, if not the best team in football. I, I will stand on that, okay? The Eagles have been getting away with it. The Cowboys beat up on bad teams and get walked by good teams. Dog walked. Fucked. Rolled. Annihilated. You pick one. Here is how this is going to play out. The Eagles are going to allow this game to be way too fucking close. And they're going to tush push their way through the fourth fucking quarter and into the end zone to go up four. Dak is going to Dak. And that's how the game's going to end. That That's just it. The Cowboys are going to sit here and tell us all, We're, we told you, we told you that there's something brewing in Dallas. No, there's not. Nope, because once either one of these fucking teams makes it to the fucking playoffs, if it's not the 49ers, I get it. Because right now, I don't trust Steve Wilkes to to call a, a, a peewee fucking defense. Right? I mean, just, just rush quarterback. So if you steamroll the Niners, good on you. Either one of you. Because right now, that defense fucking sucks. You're not, you are not. Put it in stone right now. As of today, you are not beating any caliber team like the Detroit Lions. You want to know a team that's swaggy, that's tough, that will out-physical your physical, that will out-speed your speed. And this is, I know who Devonta Smith is, and A.J. Brown, a.k.a. the best wide receiver in football. Right now, today, I know who they are. They aren't beating the Detroit Lions. Because that's who the Detroit Lions want to see, just so they can reach up and pop them in the fucking mouth. We've seen what happens when a good team plays the Cowboys. We haven't seen a good team play the Eagles yet. We're going to. This stretch for Philly is Oh yeah, no, this is a, a rough stretch for Philly. And they can't they won't keep escaping. They're gonna drop a couple. And I don't trust the NFC East. I really don't. I and I feel bad for the, the commanders if they could just pull their head out of their ass against bad teams, <laughs> which that's all it is. If they played like they play against the Eagles or the Cowboys week in and week yeah, out. If everybody shows up wearing Philadelphia green to play Washington, Washington's going to be really good. Yeah, that's no shit. So you can't sit here and tell me that anybody in the NFC East today, week nine, should be feared in the NFC. I don't know there's an NFL team that should be feared. Maybe the Lions. That's about it. I, yeah, no, I— Yes, I am picking the Eagles to win. Mm-hmm. 
this better not be the one they drop because I, I just drove through that fucking state. I don't want to hear another goddamn thing about the Cowboys. I didn't even... Not once did I wear anything 49ers. I did take my Warner jersey down on the off chance that they would have beat the uh, Bengals. I knew it wasn't going to be happening, so it stayed down at the bottom of my bag. But just on the off chance, I, I just fucking can't. There's annoying, and then there's Cowboys fans. Correct. So we're going to come back to the Sunday night football game. Monday night football, L.A. at Jets. Chargers at Jets. Uh, Jets. I have the Chargers. I, the team is, despite their head coach playing well enough, um, I think this is going to be a damn good game, though. Okay. I, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Jets' defense um, shows Brandon Staley what a defense is supposed to do. No, I'm I get that. And he's going to stand in awe and mismanage a clock because the statistics tell him to, I don't know, eat a fucking fly on the sideline. And he can't catch one, so he, I don't know. The guy's an idiot. He should have been fired a long time ago. Oh, I love the Brandon Staley rants. Fucking stupid. It, it, is, it is 11.34 at night. This was supposed to be like an hour, hour and a half. And I know we are rapidly advancing right past that. No, we are not. We're at 117. It feels like we're rapidly advancing right <laughs> past that. It's because we're both exhausted. To be fair, Bills at Bengals. Um, I don't feel this one's... Uh, fuck, I shouldn't say that. I'm taking the Bengals. As am I. My gut feeling is this isn't close. This is another Josh Allen and... Uh, abysmal defensive play calling by uh, Buffalo with another defensive-minded head coach that can't get his own fucking defense right, just like in L.A. Um, I, I, the Bengals seem to be getting it rolling. I, I wish I could say that last week was a good litmus test. It wasn't. <laughs> it, it was not. Um so my goal is that let's get through Sunday night without a repeat of last year, and uh, all will be good. This will be the Bills' return trip back to Cincinnati. No, oh, that's true. Yeah, and Bills and players chirping this week, saying that if it if it wouldn't have snowed, you're from Buffalo. Well, that and you know, Demar wouldn't have died on the field. Um, you know, I I just. I don't know. This is going to be an interesting game. I I think it may be more interesting on paper than it is. Like the tabloids may be a more interesting part of this game. I've got Cincinnati. I think that's probably the best team in the AFC right now. I'd say in in football, um, I'm very high on the Lions. But if, if, if you were to legitimately ask me, I think it's Cincinnati, Detroit. One two, um, I, I think Cincinnati, being having been through the playoff gauntlet, um, Detroit not that puts them ahead. They know how to play in. I mean, and this I don't want this to seem like a dig at Jared Goff. No, I 
it, it's I, a I, fair. I, I think you're. I mean, you're just still talking about the second best quarterback in football. Yeah, with Joe Burrow. Yeah, and 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 he still gets to throw the ball to fucking Jamar Chase. So yes, no, I I feel like that would be a very good football game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, again, we've been over this. If it's Cincinnati and you know we talked about this with Philly and uh, oh, who was it? We said if, there, if this was the preview of the Super Bowl like three weeks ago, and I don't remember the fuck the game was. Preview. Yeah, I don't remember now. But if you know if those are the, if this is a preview of the Super Bowl, like cool, if, or, or that would be the preview of the Super Bowl, cool. Like we'd watch the Super Bowl. You know, it wouldn't be like the World Series. You know, where nobody watched. But I, I really did want to watch that World Series, but just never turned it on. Yeah, it's the lowest you. Which makes zero sense because everybody and their fucking mom was rooting for the Rangers to win their first. Yeah. Um, Congrats on uh, to Skipper, the old Skipper. Bruce Bochy on his fourth World Series win. Miss that guy. Fuck you, Ferran. But so yeah, I think I think Bengals Lions is a realistic and exciting Super Bowl conversation to have. But that is the picks for week nine. Um, Before we get out of here, I have yeah, a quick question to pose for you. No. No, I know. But this one's entertaining and fun. So. Not the words I usually look for at this point in time tonight. Yeah, it is. You're just looking for those out of your wife, though, not me. Um, right, exactly. So. Not in terms of talent. I want. I want to get that. I want to. I want to get that out of the way. Not in terms of talent, but in terms of for some reason how the game plays out for these quarterbacks. Are these the same guy? Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Brock Purdy. Because it seems like you get about three, three and a half quarters of holy shit and a half quarter to a quarter of what the fuck. And, and typically that half to a full quarter is one drive of going, you just fucked it up. I mean, yes, but God damn it. Don't want to put Brock there. It, it, I, I Cause, get cause, why. Because three weeks ago, I would have said absolutely not. The last three weeks, and... Is it is it just young QB mistakes? I think it's... I think it's a combination of things. Because I, I thought... That was my whole thought. On Monday morning, uh, driving down to Galveston, was I was sitting there after wa- staying up all fucking night and watching game highlights. It was like, I'm so enamored with 13 because I see it with 10 and 17. I, I see, I'm watching all these plays. And then Monday morning we're talking about... The, the three mistakes, the two mistake plays. Yeah. No, I can see that. Um, and 
like I said, three weeks ago, I wouldn't have put Brock in that conversation because he, he hadn't gotten it. He, it. It hadn't been a part of who he was. But, and I'm not saying that that this is Brock Purdy moving forwards. I hope it's not. You know, I, I, I would like to see you. I, I, the 49ers can win a Super Bowl with this Brock Purdy. I know that because this Brock Purdy, I'm, I'm actually looking for the stat right now. This Brock Purdy, his last three games, the three worst games of his career, are an average of Jimmy Garoppolo while he was with San Francisco. Yeah. I'll, I'll take that every day of the fucking week. I mean, I mean, I mean it's, what you all, what, it's what was always said by you with Jimmy. Is you just hope the two picks don't come at a bad time. And right now those two picks are coming at the same time Jimmy's picks usually came. Very inopportune spots. And I think maybe part of that is obviously you're missing your all-world left tackle. You're missing an all-pro wide receiver. Yeah, I get it. Sometimes things don't work as well whenever you're missing gods all over the field. Take Travis Kelsey out of Kansas City's offense. You know? Yeah, sometimes it helps to have the Avengers around you. But I think with Josh and Ju- and Justin, it, it looks obviously different with their mistakes because of who they are when they enter the league and who they, who they are portrayed as in the league. But I think Brock is Brock's next three games are going to be really important for determining who he is. I, I think the next three games that the Niners play are very important. And you know maybe maybe when you have to when, when he goes out there knowing that you have to score on every drive, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's hey, we have to do it. We have to go. We have to go. We have to go. Yeah, sometimes sometimes pressure breaks rocks. Like I will say this much with. Uh, um, Debo Samuel being out. Debo was in the locker room after the Cincinnati game. He did travel with the team. He was on uh, Up and Adams with Kay um, on her podcast. Um, he's actually been on her podcast quite a bit here the last couple of weeks. It's been weird. Um, but he said that Brock before he broke the team down, took full responsibility, which I went back and I watched the highlights. He he fucked up, did two big plays. Once again, you're allowing the Bengals to score on every single offensive drive that they have. Your defense has to come up with a stop or two. A stop or two. The Niners' offense was able to go up and down that field. Fuck, 
both of those interceptions were on driving. Like, the offense is working. Obviously, they're not playing this week. But throughout this season, Brock Purdy is going to be the 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 guy everybody wants to talk about and that gets talked about because of, well, I mean, see, he's, his first 13 games, he didn't lose. He's lost three. He hasn't been great, but he by far hasn't been the worst quarterback on the field. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's, like I said, I think these next three games are going to be really important for Brock. Just to see, A, y'all need to get that defense figured out. B, hey, you had a rough stretch. You got to the bye week. A little bit of rest, a little bit of relaxation. Time to figure it out. Time to get your shit back together. Get back on the field. So I think I think this bye week for Brock is huge. Do you see Brock getting benched this season? No. Fuck no. So you're not agreeing with Nick Wright on that? No. Okay. I, I there's not a chance no, in hell. I, I I I also at no point do I look and go, ooh, yeah, Sam Darnold. At at no point. I mean, what if Sam Darnold had showed you anything that he needed to start over Brock Purdy? We would have heard something. Darnold's not going to... You're going to lose the locker room. We know what Sam Darnold is. We know what he is. Yeah, th- this not feels like... Any more, he's not any better at playing quarterback in the NFL than Brock Purdy is. No, this this feels like if you sit 13, you're going to lose the locker room. You lose the locker room. That massive contract extension you just signed throw it out the window means nothing because you lose a locker room, you lose the team. You you don't get that back. Yeah. Right now, the 49ers trust their personnel. They trust their head office. They trust 13. And I mean, and the fact that, that entire... nobody is falling, nobody's letting anybody else fall on the sword. They're all trying to jump on it at the same time shows a lot. They know what they need to do. Chase Young's coming in. I just, I had that thought going down, and I was like, I think they're the same guy, and I'll take it. From what I've had over the last decade, I'll take it. Yeah, I have to lean on my defense some. Ever since Steve Young has not been quarterback, the 49ers have had to have a great defense, and they've made that. They've turned it around. They, they used to think Niners is offensive team. Now it's I don't want to be anywhere near that defense. Bryant Young started. I mean that entire generation right there started it. Moving into Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman, we're going right along into Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. I, I you turn that into a defensive team. It's like if the Steelers had an offensive minded head coach. Say if you can get if Dil if Dilfer can win one leaning on a defense, if Brady can win one leaning on his defense, if uh, Tampa Bay. Oh fuck, uh, Sims? No, not Sims. No, uh, uh, was that Garcia? No, Garcia was in San Francisco at that time. Uh, Whoever won it in Tampa Bay, because I can't think of the dude. I can't either. 
too fucking late to be trying to do this. If those guys, Joe Flacco, win, yeah, Joe Flacco. Granted, Joe's playoff run was fucking historic. It, it was, but his playoff run, his regular season, season run, was not great. But his playoffs were historic. But again, he also had one of the greatest defenses maybe ever. But you know, if you win one based on your defense, okay. You, you know, you know what that makes you. You know what you know what they call you if you win a Super Bowl. But your defense kind of leads the way. A champion? A Super Bowl champion. Do you know what they call the doctor that graduates at the bottom of his medical class? Doctor. And with that, we're going to get out of here. It is too fucking late to be recording this too fucking fat podcast. And we are going to go to too fucking bed. We love you guys. If you like us, share us. If you don't, forget it ever happened. Fuck you. Be kind to each other. Love one another. And always remember, fuck the Cowboys.